Welcome to episode 581 of the show. Today, I'd like to look at the real reason why you should send people messages. That's because in the previous episode, we discussed how having a high digital quotient, otherwise being digital savvy or tech savvy, we discussed how that can help with effective uh, business presentations. And the main thesis of uh, the episode was, if you have high tech savvy, high digital savvy, then you can be much more effective with business uh, business presentations because of the um, the more opportunities that are available for making presentations. Instead of having to wait for uh, face-to-face opportunities to have uh, the conversation. Now, we capped off that episode by saying that messages should include CTA. And I promise that at the next episode, which is this one, episode 581, we will go into details about what a CTA um, is. So, uh, we wrapped up the episode by saying um, your messages should have a CTA or call to action, uh, or else the potential customer might say something like, thanks for the wonderful presentation, let me think about it, let me discuss with my partner, let me discuss with my husband, my wife, you know, blah, 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 the, the typical thing that people say. Now, the reason why this happens is because when there's no clear ask at the end of the interaction, the most logical thing for the other person to do is to say some version of those kinds of things. Thank you very much. That was a wonderful presentation. Let me think about it. Let's see how this goes. I like you because you have a really professional demeanor, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe the conversation changes to politics, especially at times like this where uh, two days ago in Nigeria, we casted the um, the votes for uh, the presidential governors and uh, national assembly and we're still awaiting results so that's at that time of the uh, presentation where the person switches the conversation to by the way who do you think is winning do you like peter Obi? you know blah 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 so that is what a cta is a cta is the ask or the request that you make at the end of communications with customers with potential clients or with other stakeholders in business that you are running one or two things um, with. So the CTA is an acronym meaning call to action, just like I referred to earlier in the episode. And it stands for what you'd like the potential customer to do now that they have heard your presentation or now that they have received this communication. So you send a text message, it should be a CTA, um, sorry, a CTA, Um, because you're expecting the potential customer to do something after they receive your PDF uh, presentation, your PowerPoint presentation, after the meeting, after you send the memo, after you send the text message, after you make the phone call, there has to be a CTA every single time you reach out and make um, one form of communication or the other. Now, the reason why a CTA is absolutely important, it's pivotal, and it's required for each time you communicate is because the real reason why we communicate with people is because we are trying to get them to do something. Let me repeat. The real reason why we communicate with people is because we're trying to get them to do something. It's not just because we have excess time on our hands and so we're just reaching out and blessing out them spurious words. So the reason why the pastor communicates in church is because he wants you to repent. He wants you to change your ways. The reason why your parents communicate with you, well, of course, they communicate because, um, you know, they want to be sure that you're doing okay. Well, by and large, the main thrust of parents keeping in touch with us, their kids, or those of us who are parents, keeping in touch with our other kids is because we want the children to grow up to be self-sufficient. So that's the reason why your parents communicate with you. 
politicians communicate with us because they want votes, obviously. Those of us in Nigeria know this all too acutely. And those of you in America who are getting ready uh, for the big rev up, you know, talks of Donald Trump running again and all that, you guys are acutely aware of that as well. And I'm sure um, people are in different um, political cycles all over uh, the world, you know, whether Nigeria, um, America, UK, Israel, you name it. So politicians communicate because they want our votes, they want support for some political initiatives, you know, etc, etc, etc. Now the reason why business people communicate is because we're either trying to build a relationship, and we hope it's going to be a, a fruitful relationship at the end of the day, or because we are trying to close the deal. So because of this, calls to action uh, are really, really important, whether you're a business person, a politician, a parent, or a pastor. If there's no call to action, people will say, wonderful sermon, you're really filled with the Spirit of God, let me think about it, they go home, nothing happens, the repentance you're looking for doesn't happen, the change of heart you're looking for doesn't happen. If you're the politician, you give that masterful speech, everybody's inspired, and people go away not quite sure knowing what to do next, and that was one of the criticisms of Barack Obama, you know, really wonderful Beautiful prose. And, I mean, really, really wonderful speech. But then at the end of the day, you walk away thinking he's handsome, he's articulate and stuff like that. But you're not quite sure what it is uh, that you're supposed to do uh, next. And uh, it's the same whether you're a parent or you're a business person. So wonderful presentation, but you're not quite sure why the person sent you the, uh, the PDF in the first place or what the goal of the meeting was. And so people don't do um, anything. Now, if you're going to ask what kind of CTA should you be using, CTAs, call to actions, the ask is not absolute. So it depends on the stage of the relationship or the transaction that you are at. So back to the previous episode in 580, let's assume we're now done with the presentation. You're the architect, you're done with the presentation. A reasonable ask in this case is uh, to ask for the deposit to move things along. So it will be a matter of uh, Madame Ogedingbe. Uh, you've had a look at the floor pan, the elevation, the this, the that. Um, does that tally with what you have in mind for the poultry section and the this and this and the that? And she says yes. Then a reasonable ask is, okay, so the next step to move things forward is I need a deposit in the amount of uh, 3.5M or whatever it is so that um, I can engage the foreman uh, so that we can uh, start drawing out detailed elevations and so we can start uh, marking out the, um, the, the plot of land and uh, stuff like that. So forgive me, again, for those of you who are architects, I'm not sure how your business works, so I'm just freestyling. So yeah, that is a reasonable ask. If we're done with the presentation, you say, Madam Wogidingbe, how far? You're in agreement that everything is okay. The next step is we need a deposit so that we can move to step B, C, D, and E of the project. So that's a reasonable ask um, at that stage. However, if you're meeting the potential client for the first time, a CTA, a call to action, an ask that involves money uh, might be a bit too rushed. After all, we're just meeting for the first time. They don't know you. They don't trust you. They don't know you from Adam. They don't know you from Eve. They don't know whether you're credible or capable. So trying to ask for a deposit at the first meeting, it's a little bit sketchy. If you're dealing with um, uh, low context um, sales uh, where let's say you're selling uh, a goosey in the market then yeah that's not a problem the money involved is not much uh, what else the complexity involved is not much so yeah you can ask for the person uh, look are you buying this a goosey or not you know we've been chatting for the last five minutes if you're not going to buy it, then please move along let somebody come and open open market you know as they say 
actually have been challenged by a trader in the market because he thought I was making too much small talk. And yeah, that was his uh, that was his retort. He was like, look, dude, if you're buying, buy. If you're not buying, make space. Let somebody else come and buy. So the first time meeting when you're dealing with um, those kind of sales situations, simple sales situations, then that's not a problem. You can ask for money the first time. But if you're dealing with something that's a little bit complex, you sell insurance, you're an architect, you're a lawyer, you're a doctor, even if you're a carpenter or a plumber, you know, just going straight out to ask for the money, probably not a good idea. So, um, let's see. If you're meeting a potential customer for the first time, reasonable CTA is to ask for a meeting or a phone call or whatever, you know, next week, tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, so that you can go over the idea in some more detail. So you're a carpenter, you're talking to Madame Ogedingbe now. It's not to ask for the money. It would be a nice idea to go to Madame Ogedingbe's house and have a look at the pipe that has burst, where the pipe burst, which section of the house, what is it connected to. It is only then that you get a sense of how much you need to quote to fix it, whether you need to buy two or three more pipes, whether you need to buy a 20-inch pipe, whether you need to uh, buy elbow joints or you know things of that nature. So if you're meeting customer for the first time, uh, asking for the money, money-related, that's not a reasonable CTA. It should be to have a meeting or a future phone call where you can explore the thing in more detail so you can get a sense of what it is before you issue a quote and also to explore whether it makes sense for you guys to talk about doing uh, business together. So there's no ideal call to action. There's no ideal CTA. It depends on who you're at. Um, it depends on where you're at with the potential um, uh, client, potential customer, stakeholder, or whether you're trying to get um, investors to buy into your idea. So it depends on the stage of the relationship or the transaction. But either way, every presentation, every interaction, as much as possible, you need to have a CTA or ask because the real reason why we communicate is we're trying to get someone to do something. Now, don't be slavish in this because after you've sealed the deal and you've... Um, uh, move the relationship along, you've gotten the deposit. Yeah, calling every two to three months just to say what's up is not a bad idea because you know we have to find ways to nurture the relationships. So all those WhatsApp calls, how are you doing? Um, I hope you guys are doing okay. You know, those kinds of things are okay once you get the relationship um, going. But CTAs as much as possible whenever we can because if there's no CTA, no call to action, no ask, the potential client is going to say, Let me think about it because really. They have to think about it because you have this wonderful presentation, you presented the floor plan and everything, and they might be thinking, Ms. Ogedengibi might be thinking to herself, after all this information, what does architect buyer really want from me now? Uh, what am I supposed to do next? Um, okay, the floor plan is good, but is there any important information that I'm missing before we take a decision? Uh, if my husband was here right now, what would he think? Or if my investor was here, uh, what would he think about uh, the stage of this design? I mean, there's lots of things that are running through Mrs. Ogedengbe's mind or whoever it is that you have just finished the presentation with. And the thing is, the uncertain mind is not going to make any de um, decision. So you have to do both of you a favor and ask. There has to be a CTA. The reason why you're doing both yourself a favor is because if Mrs. Ogedengbe is unclear about something or if she doesn't like you or she doesn't like this idea, it is better for you that she says so now. Instead of you guys dilly-darling over three weeks and then she says, young man, you know what? Um, uh, my son just finished from architectural school. Uh, Ma, worry. Don't worry. He will do it for me. It is best for her to say it now instead of stringing you along um, for after three months. 
And you're also going to be doing her a favor because if she's not interested, it's better that she says so now and spare herself three weeks of drama rather than, you know, all those pretend phone calls and pretend meetings that we all go through. And then uh, two months later, you say, ah, um, don't worry, the Buhari economy is harsh or my son just graduated from architecture. He will do it for me, um, uh, you know, or they start ghosting or whatever it is. Now, this brings us to a real genuine fear. What happens if the potential customer says, no, we're not going to be going ahead? That is going to be a subject for a future episode because it is a legitimate fear behind why people do not use CTAs because sometimes they just don't want to be told no by Madame Ogedengbe who is sitting right there before them. So for episode, uh, let's see, where are we? This is episode 581. So for 582, that's what we're going to explore. What happens if the potential customer says, no, we're not going ahead? So until then, thank you very much for listening to today's episode, episode 581. Thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next episode.